Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. My name is Nate Thurston, and I am by myself today, as I am, you know, I, I used to say that it was abnormal for me to be by myself, but I think we all know that's not the case anymore. I'm I'm by myself uh, maybe 20% of the time. So like 80% of the time, there's two of us. Uh, Mr. Charlie, not sorry, Thompson is normally, normally here. Statistically, there's a good probability he's going to be here, but he's not here today. So you just got me and we got a lot of good stuff to talk about. And by the way, it's too late for you to get in on this already, but I wanted to show some appreciation to the people that did join the community on locals who are hanging out in our private discord chat throughout the show. So at some point during the show, I will write down the names of the people who are watching right now. I've already shredded a bunch of pieces of paper right here. As you can, you guys can see that they're watching live. I'm going to write down the names. I'm going to choose one of them at random and give one of them a hundred dollar Amazon gift card so they can use that to do whatever they want. Just, I don't know, just to be nice. Who knows? So let's get on into the news real quick. This is something that we've already talked about, but I saw some more quotes on it that are just worthy of us talking about here on this show. So we've already talked about it a few times, but senators are aiming to block tech giants from prioritizing their own products over rivals. And the, that's from the Washington Post right there, but the way that they should have finished that was senators aim to block tech giants from prioritizing their own products on their own websites. That is, uh, that is what they are actually trying to do. A bipartisan group of senators plans to introduce a bill that they say would prevent tech platforms from using their power to disadvantage smaller rivals. And I'll just keep saying on their own websites or products. Signaling growing momentum in Congress to rein in Silicon Valley giants. And that's another thing we've been talking about, of course, that they have got to rein in these evil big tech giants. Okay. And it's really, it's really interesting here. So when you prioritize your own products, you are disadvantaging other people. And isn't that an, isn't that a really weird principle to set out that after you build something and advertise it or make it popular, whatever it is, and then other people want to use that thing that you created to also make money, that somehow after you've created it, other people have a claim to it. Their rights are being violated somehow, because isn't that what the government's supposed to do? Stop people from violating what your rights are? What rights do we have? Whatever ones the people currently running the government decide we have, that's actually the answer. Senator Amy Klobuchar, chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee's Antitrust Subcommittee, very <laughs> the Senate Judiciary Committee's Antitrust Subcommittee, and Senator Charles Grassley of Iowa, the top Republican on the Senate Judiciary Committee, announced that they will introduce legislation early next week, making it illegal for Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Google to engage in self-preferencing. They're, they're going to make it illegal to engage in self-preferencing. Now, we don't even have to apply it just to them. This is something that the government really does all the time. Everything's supposed to be about the collective and about the community. And I, don't know, I guess you could go to these people and 
make it illegal for them to not create the pro- the platforms, right? Because somehow, since they created the platforms, you have a right to the platform. But what if they would have never created it? Could you put people in prison for not creating platforms that people have a right to? That's really weird. Um, so to engage in self-preferencing, preferencing the tech giant's practice of giving their own products and services a boost over those of rivals on their platforms. Hey, they did actually say on their platforms that time. The bill would effectively outlaw an array of behaviors that lawmakers describe as anti-competitive, like Amazon using data from sellers on its platform to copy the products in-house, which is a questionable one if they are violating any intellectual property or patents or anything like that, or Google prioritizing its own service over rivals in search results. Google search results prioritizing things that Google wants to show you. (sighs) If you would have ever imagined that capitalism could get this bad, I don't think we would have done it in the first place. Honestly, it doesn't even seem worth it to tell you the truth. The Amazon, the American, sorry, I just saw A and said Amazon. They didn't come up with a cool acronym for this one. I don't get it. The American Innovation and Choice Online Act or Ico, Ico, really gets at the, this is a quote, really gets at the exclusionary conduct so unique to dominant platforms, she said. If there had been an internet when Senator Sherman was representing Ohio in the Senate, maybe they would have included this. They're referring to the Sherman Antitrust Act of way too long ago. 1890 maybe is the year on that. So, This could lead to some bad things, by the way. First off, these are the people who created these platforms for you to be able to sell things on. You have no right to be able to sell those in any capacity because you have no right to that service because that would mean that people have to create that service for you to sell it. What's the alternative? The alternative is that you would need to create your own website and you would need to go run ads on Google to be able to uh, sell your products. But luckily, some ball guy with a questionably shaped rocket created a website that you could list your products on that has millions and millions of people using it all the time and gives you a far better chance of selling your products than you would have ever had in the first place had he not created that. And guess what? If he's being so exclusionary, create your own website and do it that way. If you don't like the way that that website works, then make your own website. You can go to some crappy place like Wix. I can't think of any other ones right now and make your own website. Get on freaking Etsy or something and put your products on it and offer to sell it to people. A lot of people do that. Okay. You don't have any right to any treatment whatsoever on Amazon the way you like it or the way that you don't like it. All right. Apple's App Store. They allow you to sell apps or to give people other apps on their app store. That is an amazing concept that has led to so many new businesses and so many new technologies and innovations that we have right now. What if Apple just decided they weren't going to allow an app store anymore? There is no app store. Can you force them to allow apps to be downloaded on their phones? Just take off the app store and they're only going to allow Apple made apps. Now they're not going to do that because people do want a choice in the matter, but you don't have the right to be able to make things to put on people's phones that are made by some company somewhere. I don't understand how we just decide that magically you have these rights. 
So what if you took away these things? That, that, that wouldn't be good for anyone, not for the people who create the products that sell them and not for the people who use the products. That would actually create more of a monopoly for these companies that so many people are using. So the chief executive of the Chamber of Progress said the bill, if passed, would have a detrimental impact on tech companies. The bill would take a hammer to products that consumers love. Like I was just saying, this can lead to less options, potentially. Okay, There's nothing saying that Amazon has to allow you to sell your crappy phone charger on their website or your terrible phone case or your light setups for anything. There's nothing saying that they have to allow you to sell that or that they have to create that in the first place. Maybe Amazon just becomes a website where they only sell things that are made by Amazon. Is that better for people? Is, is, is that, does that equal a better thing for these businesses? Does it equal a better thing for the consumers? No, we have more options now. Okay. Anyway, you know where our thoughts are on this I don't know if this is the government protecting companies' rights because it's weird to have a bill that is taking away some companies' rights and giving rights to other companies. So they're really never just protecting rights. They're extending rights to some people which have to be taken away from others. That is that is what they typically do, okay? Something that happened a couple days ago, but we didn't get to talk about it, but it, uh, it, it really points to a bigger situation here. So Jen Psaki was, uh, I don't know if you guys heard this, but she was up there talking about how Biden wants to transform the economy while we are coming out of, of the pandemic. And this is a perfect time to do it. All right. So she was up there saying the president wants to make a fundamental change in our economy. And he feels coming out of the pandemic is exactly the time to do that. Now, what does that tell you right there? Now, that that obviously points to the old saying that we all know of you never want to let a good crisis go to waste. Okay, that's a, that's a very popular saying. And it's not as if this is just something that's new. Anytime there is a crisis, the government leaps in to help all of the little people. That's really why they're in a good negotiating position. Something that people would not normally go for when everything is going okay which asks you, do they ever have an incentive to make sure things aren't going okay, to make things harder than what they actually should be? Because when people are in a bad situation, they're going to be more likely to give in to things like this. Maybe you uh, can't get a job, which is probably not the case. It's probably not possible to not be able to get a job right now. Maybe you can't get a job. Um, Maybe you're not able to make ends meet. Well, we should come in with all of these new programs real quick that's how we're gonna solve this problem or all these new programs obviously because that's what the government does we solve problems here's a clip of uh jen saki saying that real quick the president wants to make fundamental change in our economy and he feels coming out of the pandemic is exactly the time to do that and if we don't do it now if we don't address uh, the cost of childcare. to go back to Josh's question earlier, if we don't uh, address the climate crisis, if we don't ensure that universal pre-K is a reality now, uh, we're, we're not going to have the same opportunity to do it for some time. Okay. So if we don't do this now, we're not going to have the same opportunity to do it for some time. What is the opportunity that they have to do this? Well, there's a lot of people that are in a tough position right now. Did they put themselves in that position? Well, ultimately, I guess I guess you did. But the government also comes in 
and uh, keeps people from working. They incentivize people to not work. They shut down businesses. They inflate the currency. They do all sorts of things that lead to people being in the harder position. And then they come in when people are vulnerable, when people are having a hard time, and they say that it's time to make a fundamental change. And what she just admitted was that if we don't do it now, we're not going to be able to do this for some time. If things get better, we're not going to be able to do this for some time. And likely she's also alluding to the fact that uh, they're not always going to be in control. That the house is likely, uh, could possibly flip um, in 2022 and that they're not going to have the ability to do this, but also that they're not going to have the public on their side if they are on their side because the public's representatives are not going to vote for this. So uh, is is the public actually on their side? One thing she said, is if, if we don't do it now, if we don't address the cost of childcare, if we don't address the climate change, the climate crisis, it's, I stopped on one of the lines there. If we don't address the cost of childcare, I hate it when the government does this because what is the government going to do to address the cost of child care. Does that mean that they're going to make the cost of child care go down? No, it just means that they're going to subsidize it. That's what it actually means, that they're not going to actually do anything to fix the cost. See, they do this on health care all the time. They're going to help people. They're going to, they're going to address the cost of health care. Does the cost of health care actually go down or do they just change the way that people are paying for it? They just end up subsidizing it, and actually the cost ends up going up. Is she implying that if they get involved, the cost will go down for childcare? No. What do you think will happen to the cost of childcare after they start subsidizing it? It's going to go up. The true cost, the actual cost of doing this, is going to go up. That's what always happens. Okay, switching on from that, because that was a couple days old, but I just had to get my thoughts out there on it. Sometimes just... Sometimes it's just good to get your thoughts out there on something. Even if you are late, it's okay. Yesterday we had to talk about good things, so we weren't able to talk about this yesterday because it's not a good thing. From Vice.com, Amazon abandons a warehouse plan because San Diego is considering a worker protection law. Now, the way that they write this, obviously Amazon is this evil, terrible company they don't want their workers to be in a better situation. And so let's just rag on this company because they're abandoning this because of a simple worker protection law. That's, a, that's all they're doing. What they're actually telling us is that these laws end up hurting people because the people in that area might do better if Amazon comes in with Amazon's pay, which starts at $15 an hour, moves up, of course, in various parts around the country or depending on how good a work you're doing or how long you've been there, could come in there with $15 an hour and decent benefits uh, also. Uh, but it's not going to happen because it's not enough for them. And what they would rather you have is nothing. That is, that is what this worker protection law is saying. If it's not at least this much, then we would rather the people have nothing. So coming from Vice right here, Amazon backed out of a last mile distribution center project near San Diego, California, because of a proposed law that would require it to pay workers more and offer them stronger protections, Motherboard has confirmed. The law, known as the Working Families Ordinance, 
would require that employers that operate on San Diego County-owned land pay the prevailing wage, which is based on union wages, and mandate 56 hours of annual sick leave for workers. This is also another thing that unions love to do, which is to stop businesses who aren't unionized from coming in and competing with them. In a recent letter to the community obtained by Motherboard Chestnut Properties, the developer of the Amazon warehouse, wrote that the Working Families Ordinance was the reason for Amazon's withdrawal from the project. Quote, Chestnut Properties said this, just the threat of this ordinance has already cost over 400 great jobs for the well property, that's the property in question, that I've been working on for over five years. The letter said the well property is the name of that once again. So just the, just the mention of this, just the threat of it, has already cost over 400 jobs in the time that this person's been working on it over the last five years. And hey, the people are better off because of it. Because they don't have to deal with this terrible company coming in and paying $15 an hour plus different benefits. Now they are better off because they don't have that option whatsoever. They go on to say the proposed ordinance is, in my opinion, irresponsible and that the county leadership has put all business and ground leases on notice that a huge change is coming that will impose new wage costs on all of us. Amazon's decision to pull out of the warehouse project is yet another example of the tech giant's opposition to working with unions and raising wages for employees. You see, you really don't have to give in to these people because it really doesn't ever matter. Now, you can raise your wages because you need to compete in the workforce, and Amazon might likely have more employees than Walmart here coming up soon. So, can raise your wages because of that, but don't raise your wages because of the pressures, because regardless, they're never going to give you that credibility, that credit on that. Just like this, this uh, continued opposition to working with unions and raising wages for employees. You just never see Amazon raise their wages for employees. It's never happened. It's not like they're the biggest business in the country that starts people off at the magical $15 an hour. It's not as if that's who they are really whatsoever. It also falls in the pattern of the company ignoring community's request for a say in how Amazon operates. I'm going to read that again. It also falls in the pattern of Amazon ignoring community's request for a say in how Amazon operates. How how does a person ever get it in their head that they should have a say in how some other company operates? I do not understand the entitlement that you would have to, to say like, oh, I'm in this community and so I should have a say of how this corporation runs. That's ridiculous. You're not taking any of the risk. Oh, man. Amazon's rhetoric is we're creating good jobs for the people of San Diego and they have come into many communities with promises around creating economic opportunity. Tara Lawson Reamer, the, the San Diego County Supervisor, said, but once there were real expectations to pay enough so people but once there were real expectations to pay enough so people don't live in poverty, Amazon walked away. So $15 an hour, just so you know. Now they are talking about California. So the cost of living is much higher. But $15 an hour is no longer a living wage. So now that they are trying to force them to pay a living wage, which is no longer $15 an hour, thanks to inflation and thanks to the fact that people always want more, the answer is, what do you want? 
or the question is, what do you want? The answer is more. That's what it is. Even now that they are paying $15 an hour, guess what? They don't pay a living wage. And once again, Carol Kim said, Amazon backed out because they don't want to have to pay a living wage. Their starting wage is $15 an hour. $15 an hour. Isn't this a magical number where people won't live in poverty anymore? Whatever it is, they'll have a living wage to be able to afford all the things that they need. Isn't that the magical number? So why wouldn't $15 an hour be enough? Well, it costs a little bit more to live in California, doesn't it? Why does it cost more to live in California? There are natural reasons, like the value of the property and the fact that it's a massive coastline, a massive, beautiful coastline. A bunch of people want to move there because it's a nice place. There's also a lot of other reasons that the cost of living is really high in California that I'm sure all of you know. Amazon brags about paying workers $15 an hour. That's essentially the minimum wage, more or less, in California, or will be very soon. So it's just to confirm, it's not the minimum wage in California. But she's saying that it will be very soon. So they're still coming in paying more than the minimum wage in California. But uh, we're going to, I bet you we're going to raise it. So it's okay. Their entire business model is about paying as little as possible and creating a fractured economy that allows them to circumvent countervailing measures that offset corporations. I don't even think she knew what she was saying at the end of that. All right, let's move on to this more craziness. The only reason I'm covering this is because it's important that we all know you can't trust the media. You guys all know that, okay? You can't trust the media. I don't really care who it is. Whatever it is, find another person that mentioned that same thing find the data on it, find a study that shows it, find numerous reports, and only after you haven't been able to find anything that contradicts that, that actually holds water, can you actually trust something that you've been told, okay? So this really has nothing to do with data or evidence or anything, but it has to do with the narrative, and it's got to have to do with the narrative of the great Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You might have seen the story too. Katie Couric covered up RBG's dislike for taking a knee. So this was during the whole national anthem protest thing. Katie Couric has admitted to protecting Ruth Bader Ginsburg from public backlash by cutting out negative comments she made about people who kneel during the national anthem. The former Today Show host reveals in her new book that she let her personal political views influence her editing decisions after her interview with the late Supreme Court justice in 2016. In her new memoir, Going There, Couric writes that she edited out a part where Ginsburg said that those who kneel during the national anthem are showing contempt for a government that has made it possible for their parents and grandparents to live a decent life. She also said that it was dumb and disrespectful. And the gist of this story right here is that she cut it out because it would make her look bad. And she actually goes in here to say that the head of public affairs for the Supreme Court emailed Couric to say that the late justice had misspoken and asked that it be removed from the story. And did they give in? Did they capitulate to the offer? Yeah, they did. They said, oh, yeah, you're right. This would actually go uh, against the entire narrative that people that are more left-leaning are in support of this and go against the legacy of RBG. We don't want to do that. So, you know what? We'll just cut out something that she said that people will disagree with and we'll make her look better. Now, how often do you think this happens? I know that we live in a society of people who are perfect and have never done anything wrong in their entire lives. But 
of the rest of us who weren't entirely perfect, how often would you say this happens? I would say it happens pretty often. Like I said, the only point of the story is to make sure we all know. And I know that you guys do. But if someone ever asks you, do you trust the media? And they're like, why? Here's another example. Just one more example right here that you can't trust them. It's just not a thing. Okay. All right. One more thing before we do our evil, tyrannical, monopolistic $100 Amazon gift card giveaway. And just a little free market situation here. This is not a free market situation, but it goes to show you what a free market for people to create products and services would actually do. From the Washington Post, it says a record number of workers are quitting their jobs empowered by new leverage. And the leverage is that there is a whole bunch of jobs that are open and people are not wanting to work. And so to entice people, they're having to raise their wages to get people to come work there. The number of people quitting their jobs has surged to record highs, according to new data from the Department of Labor. Some 4.3 million people quit jobs in August, according to the monthly survey. About 2.9% of the workforce. The phenomenon is being driven in part by workers who are less willing to endure inconvenient hours, compensation, or conditions because they know there are ample opportunities elsewhere. Nick Bunker Economists at the, at the job site Indeed said the numbers were a reflection of the leverage workers have in the current economic market, with job openings outnumbering unemployed workers. The really elevated rate of people quitting their job is a sign that workers have lots of confidence that they have relatively stronger bargaining positions than they've had in the past. So we don't need to read any more of this from the Washington Post. Post the link will be in the show notes. I think you guys get the idea. What we want to move towards, because this is always an auction, and we've talked about the auction theory before. There's an auction out there, and there are employers. There are people who have created businesses that provide products and services in our economy. Those people are out there, and they need people to come work there. And they are bidding for the labor of people to come work there. And so what happens when you don't have enough people bidding on something? The price is really low. You can't drive the price up. What happens when you have tons of people bidding on something? The price goes up a lot higher. So wouldn't you want to focus in your economy if you were so fixated on the amount of money that people were being paid, which I always want people to be paid a a fair wage and I want people to live the most comfortable life possible or even better than a comfortable life. Um, Wouldn't you want to focus on increasing the amount of people that are bidding for people's labor. Why would you constantly enact policies that lead to a decrease in the amount of people bidding for people's labor? Why would you constantly put up regulations, all these different hurdles? Why would you make it harder for people to create businesses, thus helping the people who already have established businesses? Why would you make it harder for new owners to come in and create this new idea that's so good why would that be? I don't, I don't know the answer to that. I'm asking if someone could tell me why they should do that and how that's going to help people because we've been waiting 100 years for it to help people and it's not doing it yet. How that is going to help people eventually, someone please tell me. Nate at goodmorningliberty.us. And of course, if you ever have any ideas for the show, if you ever have any news stories that you want us to talk about, you can send me an email. You can do the last email I just said. But it would be so much easier if you sent that email 
to Nate's podcast notes at gmail.com. Yes, I have a separate email address just for the podcast notes because I send myself like 20 articles a day and I don't want that crowding up my inbox. All right. So I just have a different email address specifically for that. All right. I'll probably cut out some of this, but if you weren't here earlier, then you, you didn't hear what we're going to do. Um, we are going to do a giveaway just because, just because, um, I don't know, because I love you guys. That's why. That's why we're going to do the giveaway. I'm going to write down the names as I'm doing right now of the people that are currently watching. And we're going to draw one of them at random, and I'll just send one of you, one of you guys a Amazon gift card. Or I guess you can do it through, like, sending a picture of it, if that still works. I can't remember. I guess the maybe the actual numbers on the card, you could just send a picture of it. And so if you... If you, uh, if you are interested in getting that, then stick around for just a sec as I write down everyone's numbers at the moment. So just give me a second. I couldn't do it beforehand because I didn't know who was going to be in here. And I just wanted to give everyone a surprise gift for being here and listening. But, you know, guys, this we've been telling you how much we appreciate it. You guys sign up. You support the podcast. It helps us out so much it allows uh, me to be able to do this as my job and um you know we've made a lot of really big investments lately and those have been paying off and uh, we just had our our biggest month as far as income and all that goes and uh, just exceedingly well like um you know we could pay for the office for a few years based uh, just off of um what's came in this month. And anyway, I just thought I'd give everyone a nice, nice surprise here. I'm sorry if you don't win. This is totally random. I just wrote down everyone's names right here. I got everyone. Okay. There's several in here. I've turned it around where I really can't see it, but I'm not even going to look while I'm, while I'm picking these out. Okay. So the winner of the $100 Amazon giveaway is I just realized you know I didn't think it would be fair to write down oh he left my brother my brother was in here and I was like ah oh, do you give it away to family but hey he is a paying subscriber as well and it's not like I'm picking his name on purpose or anything all right I'm just going to randomly choose this one right here so <laughs> trickle is what it says it says trickle <laughs> so we all know who that is I'm sorry to everyone else who did not win but it came out to say trickle congratulations trickle D Hopefully there's something on Amazon that you like. I'm just supporting the big monopoly right now. The terrible, uh, just monopolistic thing that's destroying all of our lives. But hey, you can get pretty much everything on there. So I figured that was the best thing to do. So what we'll do is uh, just send me a message here on Discord. And um, I will, I guess a picture of it will work. I'm not, I'm not sure what I'll do is I'll just respond with a, with a picture of it. So 
yeah, now you can say that you won something. She said she never won anything, never won anything, and now you won it. So congrats to you. All right. If you enjoyed today's show, and I'm sure you did, then tell a friend, tell a family member, tell everyone, and also tell them they need to go to goodmorningliberty.locals.com for random rewards and your your more consistent reward will be hanging out inside of this group with myself and charlie not sorry thompson uh would also be in here most of the time so that would be a more consistent reward but also you don't have to do that you could just share it with a friend if you see us post a video on facebook or something like that share it like it watch it that helps those algorithms feed the evil and angry algorithms that is one thing we can all do and try to do this for all the pages that you support not just us by the way but do it for us first and then when you have time for other people hit like on things that you see from pages that you enjoy okay even if you're not even even if it's not a specific post that you really liked okay we want to help get the message out there to people and there are a lot of liberty loving podcasts out there there are a lot of liberty loving pages on the social media and just doing something simple like hitting retweet or hitting share or hitting like or commenting or doing something like that or watching uh, a good portion of one of their videos so the algorithms know that this is a video they should show to other people is something we can all do to help get this message out to more people and it's not just a message for better people in the government because that's not really the way to solve the problem really the only way is to change the people that is how you would change the government okay but the way that we're going to do that is really just knowing how to think critically about all of these subjects not being biased on everything knowing how to think critically about everything that's really all we do here is we just talk about how we think about about these things. We run through what process we went through to come to the opinion that we have. How do we think about this? All right. Charlie calls me the one who knows almost everything about everything or something like that. I only know one thing. I know one single thing, and that is that people own themselves, that we all have self-ownership. And then I base every other thing off of that. Okay. So... That is really what you need to start from. That needs to be the unifying principle that the whole country can get behind because that is a pretty simple one. So make sure you hit like, you hit share, you comment, you retweet, and continue to get this message out there. If you do all of that, then we will be right back here again tomorrow with Dumb Bleep of the Week. Until then, have a good day and a good morning, Liberty. Yeah.